Welcome to Campfire Chronicles, episode number... 14. Okay. <laughs> I listened to what you said and didn't listen. Okay, today is going to be a Q&A episode, correct? Correct. Okay. It's actually our second Q&A episode. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We've done one before? Okay, should we just get right into it? Yeah, let's just jump right into it. Okay. All right, so um, we've got a question from Luca. In all of the adventures that you three have been on, what has been the most important life messages and challenges that you've faced and learned? And how has all that traveling affected your daily lives? Does anybody have an answer? You know, I think actually for mm-hmm. me, some of it has to do with like the struggle. Like we always talk about the struggle mm, yeah, and just how rewarding it can be and how good it is to put yourself through like hardship sometimes, physical hardship at least. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I feel like we actually don't do all that much traveling, even though it seems like we do. But, mm-hmm. well, I mean, we do a fair amount though, I guess. Well, I mean, every time we go somewhere, that's technically traveling, right? Yeah. Because it's not home. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, to the Walmart. <laughs> um, no. no, I think for me, it's like, this is going to sound super cheesy and super corny, but it's really the old Buddha, everything passes. Mm-mm. So like, no matter how uncomfortable you are or how amazingly good you feel, it's going to pass. Mm-hmm. Like for better or for worse, you're always going to come back to like that little creamy middle (laughs) so like even like in the worst of times like when it's raining and it's like you're cold and tired Mm -hmm. and then in the best of times like i'm looking at yosemite on the screen right there (laughs) where it's just like oh that's yellowstone (laughs) (laughs) yellowstone it's just like you can't imagine how good everything is and it's over before you know it yeah yeah that's kind of like what i've kind of learned or taken from all of our trips is that um, you know, during a trip, you may be extremely uncomfortable or you like, you like, you're tired, your legs are killing you. Um, but we always talk about that contrast, you know, mm-hmm. got to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, those hardships that you endure on, on the trail and stuff, they really make you appreciate, you know, just being able to come back to mm-hmm. a house yeah, and yeah. have a meal or something like that. Yeah. So you really kind of see both sides of it. And you just appreciate it all that much. Yeah. Also, for me, like when we're out there, it makes me realize how petty all of my daily struggles and worries are. Because like when you're out there for like those three days, right? You don't think about any of that stuff, mm-hmm. and you realize that life goes on without you. Yeah, like, yeah. Any of those problems that you have, you could just not do anything about them, and life would go on just fine. And like life has gone on forever, but. Yeah. Maybe we should move on. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll go in a circle and then we'll just move on to the next one. Um, we got a question from Tom. He says, my five-year-old daughter wants to know when you'll go backpacking with another girl. Mm. Um, hmm. It's hard to say exactly when. Um, but we do have a friend in Germany yeah. who's willing to come on a trip with us. It's just a matter Brazil, of- too, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both willing to go on a trip with us. Yeah. It's just a matter of planning that trip. Yeah. We just don't have many friends that are girls <laughs> that like camping. <laughs> And yeah. also not in the next two episodes, because oh, we've already know, filmed those. <laughs> yeah, it's fun bit of trivia. We actually went to Sleeping Bear Dunes and Manitou with a girl. It was my girlfriend oh, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. She just wasn't in. You can look if you look carefully, you can see her in some of the shots. Yeah, yeah. And you'll notice that we're in the shots, and someone's holding. Someone's the camera. holding the camera. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next question is from Karen. Um, I've. I'm always amazed at the botanical knowledge as well as the food preparation. What is your most amazing meal out in the forest made with the things you find and a grocery item? Okay, so 
I've got a few answers. One time I made a pizza where the dough was like infused with wild leeks. Oh. And uh, put some on top as well. Wait, was that in an episode? No. no, no. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like he just made it behind our backs and ate it. Like, one time I was in the woods and I collected uh, spice, bush, spice bush berries. I guess you just call them spice berries. Um, puff balls and some stinging nettle and made three cups chicken with all of that, which is like mm. a traditional Chinese, Taiwanese dish. Mm. So, Yeah, that was for actually, that's for a potluck in one of my Ohio plants classes. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. I think, is, um, oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I think one of the most memorable ones I did, it's not even like that complex, it's, it's really simple, but uh, when we went to just kind of like sleep outside for a night or two, and we found a bunch oh, of wild yeah. leeks just around our campsite, and we had brought for some reason, frozen fish fillet. So we just threw the fish fillet on the fire in a pan and with the wild leeks, mm. and it was just really good. Mm. I mean, everything I've cooked out in the wild, you've seen on the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the time, probably like the coolest thing we made was that hiker's pizza in the first oh, episode yeah, of Dolly yeah, yeah. Sods. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was good. I don't think we put anything wild on it, but it's still good. Oh, yeah, I guess it oh, was Oh, you know, the, the mushrooms from Manitou were good. Oh, right. right, yeah. The oyster mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a great dish. Yeah. Wow. All right, uh, next question we've got from uh, Brandon. Uh, how long does it take to plan a trip for three to four people? Uh, <laughs> do you have any trip ideas banked up, or do locations come to mind spontaneously? Any desire to do a desert episode? I think you guys answered that in the yeah, last yeah, podcast, yeah. actually, which was yes. Um, so Don't know exactly how long does it take to tr- plan a trip for three to four people? I, I, I was gonna say I think it, <laughs> it depends yeah, on one who plans it and two where we go. Yeah, yeah. It depends. Plan. It depends where you go and how well you want it to be planned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Like some trips literally take no planning at all. Yeah, you yeah. Just, you just go. Yeah, like the Tea Creek Trail one. We yeah. just kind of like we're like, okay, we'll go here. We're gonna go that day. Weather looks okay. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> A lot of national forests are yeah. like that where just, you can just anything where you have to fly that takes planning. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. Or but, meet with someone. Right. Um, National the parks. North generally. Manitou trip took a bit of planning because oh, we had to get the it was ferry. the height of bug season, so we were concerned about that. And then you also have to worry about the ferry schedule. Mm, yeah, um, it doesn't take long. Like, yeah, I think that's the basic mm-hmm. answer. Like even when you do like a trip, like when we did Yellowstone or Yosemite, like it's just coordinating everybody yeah. and making sure that they can, exactly. they can go. Like when we did plan the Japan trip. We just decided we were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, we had a lot of help from Rob and Michael. They helped plan it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. They planned it at the camping store. But the actual, like, getting to Japan, we bought the plane tickets in the car on the way to Tea Creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, which, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Tea Creek is the next episode that, mm-hmm. that's yeah. going to be released. It was in Monongahela. As an example, um, Nicole and I planned Allegheny. And. Technically, it just took us like an afternoon to plan it. Yeah. About all we really needed to worry about was that everyone could go, um, what the weather was like, and what trail we wanted to take. And actually, we had planned it uh, a different... Actually, we, we hadn't originally planned to go Allegheny. We planned to go to New River Gorge. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. But the weather we saw on that weekend was going to be rainy, so we were like, okay, Allegheny's the backup. Mm, Allegheny was a great and choice. And there were three yeah, yeah. Like, tr- main trails to kind of choose from. We just Googled some pictures, and we're like, okay, this one's got a reservoir. That always is, you know, yeah. good times. So, we planned it. That is the biggest thing, I think, when it comes to planning is, like, even in a place that doesn't require any permits or fees or anything mm-hmm. like that, 
is just looking at the map and trying to find a nice trail, especially if you're filming it, because you want something that'll like have a yeah. lot. You want of cool some stuff. diversity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you want a, nice a little action. It always makes the trip uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also want to throw in a like a side statement that. This is not including, like, if you're a first-time hiker or you're still a beginner oh, and you yeah. still need to know, like, what kind of things you need, that's going to oh, take yeah. a lot more planning because we have everything we need. We've been on plenty of trips. You know, we pretty much just pack our bags and we go. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're still new to hiking, make sure you do your research on what you need. Cool. Next. Next. Yeah. Uh, next question from Steve. Um, <laughs> he wants to know more about the gear and equipment we use. Um what we started with and how it evolved to what we have now. Okay. Um, I think we were planning on doing a video while Robbie was here. Yeah, so we'll, we'll eventually do a video that mm -hmm. details all of our gear, but maybe we should just talk in general about yeah. how our gear has evolved. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. What things have we lost? <laughs> what things have we added? Um, I'll start. I'll start. Um, I think we all started with trying to save money, mm, yep. and we mm -hmm. eventually realized that you need to spend some money to make sure you have gear that will get you through the camp yeah. trip. So me and Andrew once started with this really shabby Coleman tent, um, like Walmart backpacks. I was actually the first one to get an, a legitimate backpack. Yeah. And I was just like, guys, you've got to get a backpack like this. It makes a huge <laughs> difference. Um, and you know, we've just upgraded here and there like new sleeping bags. It, um, I've talked about this before in a, a camp, campfire chronicles a long time ago, but, each trip you go on, you kind of like learn from your experience. It's coats. iterating. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like you always iterate and you find something that you need. Sometimes the lesson takes a long time to be learned. Like the raincoats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Robbie's pack weight. Yeah. <laughs> he finally had like the last straw in Japan. Well, see, okay. So that's one thing we can talk about. I got my sleeping bag after a trip we went to in Hocking Hills. Uh -huh. I didn't bring anything. I just assumed somebody else had brought some blankets or something. So I literally had nothing to sleep in. And uh, th that's another story for another time. But after that one, I vowed I would never be cold uh, camping again. So I got a five-degree Fahrenheit sleeping bag. I've had that thing since 2009. But the only problem with it is it is six pounds and is huge. So that's one thing that's actually never changed in my bag, but I really want to change. Mm -hmm. And um, my tent's actually been the same, but... I stopped bringing it because it was so heavy, and I usually am just under the tarp with Andrew. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't think you need to spend money. I just think it's actually more worth it than spending money in other like hobbies and mm. areas of life. Um, but well, when I say you need to spend money, I mean just don't cheap out. Don't yeah, I guess buy, if you're eventually like, getting budget brands, yeah, if you're going to get serious, you might as well get it now instead yeah, of buying like everything two of that the same I bought thing. that was like a cheap brand. Yeah. It lasted for like one trip. By the way, is botten a word? I say botten all the time. <clears throat> I don't know. No. It's, it's just, just bot, bot right? Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely just bot. <laughs> um, but I started out with this uh, Ridger 4000 backpack or something. And I actually really liked it, like the way all the pockets were. But it's just constantly sagging on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. To be fair, you never got it sized and you never bothered adjusting the straps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, I mean, again, like I was fine. Like, yeah. My shoulders hurt, but I was fine. <laughs> yeah, and I, I had a crappy forty degree bag, and like it, I was cold a lot, but I still stayed yeah. alive. And you know, I liken it to um, just anything else. It's like you can always get by with whatever, right? Just like camera gear, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like we could film the episodes on a phone; it mm -hmm. wouldn't look as good, but we could still. A lot of times, it's just your creativity. It's mm -hmm. not like so. In the same way, like your backpacking gear, if it gets the job done, 
and just go ahead and use it. Like, yeah. obviously, spend the most money that you can to afford based on how much you're willing to invest. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, don't don't and, let it stop you. Basically, yeah, like, don't let don't, it stop. Yeah. You. Exactly. Yeah. The end point for me or the the uh, conclusion or what am I trying to say? The bottom line for me <laughs> when it comes to camping is that camping is about preparation. Like some level of enjoyment on your camping trip mm. is going to be related to how well you prepare for that trip. So, you know, if you're going for cold weather, make sure you've got cold weather stuff. If you, you know, don't want to have a heavy pack, you know, try and lighten your load where you can. It's just, you know, just be smart about it, basically. Yeah. I just want to lighten my load. So, yeah, yeah we'll leave it at that. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Um, let's see. This question is from, a, and I might say this name wrong, Junkal. Uh, he says, uh, do we have plans on visiting different countries? Yes. Oh, it's Hunkal. <laughs> oh, it's Hunkal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hunkal. I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where would it be? And, um, well, I mean, well, if oh, we have plans for yeah, visiting yeah. different countries. Oh, my God, dude. I've got so many plans. <laughs> um, Norway. I want to go to Norway yeah. so badly it hurts. Or Sweden. Sweden would <laughs> be okay, yeah. too. And, well, I mean, I think everybody probably knows about knows about this by now. But we did go to Japan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we that was Japan. our first overseas trip. Um, and we met some awesome German people. And now I really want to go to Germany. <laughs> yeah, Germany's great. Yeah. And also been... I mean, these are all plans. Nothing solid. But, like, Brazil yeah. would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, anywhere. I've Let's always said everywhere. New Zealand, too. I yeah. think New Zealand would be We've really got cool. a friend in New Zealand right yeah. now. He's doing a work visa program. Yeah. And he you said know, we could go there anytime. I've heard you can camp around the Great Wall. So I want to see if that's actually oh, feasible to actually do, like, a great. backpacking thing. Yeah. The, so maybe we could, could say... Uh, I guess we can move on to the next question. Okay. I was going to say why we want to go to different countries, but we'll save that for another time. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I want to go everywhere. Yeah. All right, we got a question from a longtime patron... Meredith McLaughlin. Mm. Ah, hello. Yeah. Good pronunciation. Because <laughs> uh, it's right in front of me. <laughs> um, who is the most superstitious slash easily scared in the woods at night? And what's the weirdest oh, thing that happened to you in the woods? Um, I'm going to say that question. I'm probably not the most superstitious. It's Andrew. You think it's With, me? Without question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, how do you know? I feel like you can get scared. No. No, you get scared of the dark still. <laughs> if I'm sleeping out in the woods, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> so, so. the most the most intimidated I've seen Robbie was probably in Allegheny. Yeah, but that was also partially just because it was a bad choice to keep yeah, going in the dark. Man. If you've seen the Allegheny episode, you know what we're talking. See, in about. that yeah. situation, that's the only reason I was wondering is because in that situation, I felt like you were more scared. No, I wasn't scared. I was just like, we're not. I mean, no, no, no. Let me rephrase. I was scared, <laughs> but. It wasn't so much that, like, I was scared of, like, getting eaten by a witch. I was just like, yo, we're going back. Yeah. Okay. We were kind of, like, feeding off each other's yeah. fear, too. I w- no, the, let me... I don't want to, like, try to sound like I'm a tough guy or something. No. Waves of fear, like, went through my body when I saw those sticks. I was like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> no, for me, it, like, it's like... I feel like if I'm in a group, I'm okay. Because even though that was scary, I still, yeah. like, rationally thought, like, well, I don't think anything from the, like, will actually Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but when I'm alone... It's like, it can get scary. Like, oh. if you're trying to sleep alone or something. To answer the second part of the question, what's the weirdest thing that happened in the woods? It's gotta be probably Allegheny. Allegheny. Um, yeah, that's the only weird thing that's ever really happened yeah. for me, actually. Uh, it's, it's just probably easier to watch the episode and see what happens. Um, I've got a friend... or go, go No, ahead. I've got a friend who had a story of a weird thing. Where he, he was in Wayne somewhere. 
uh, not the trail we did, but like the Wildcat Hollow. And he sees this guy by the lake who's just got a giant Nazi swastika on his back, like tattooed. Whoa. So he just like... <laughs> he was like okay i'm yeah. gonna go the other direction yeah actually nothing weird has happened yeah i've never say, been by myself though so i will say um in this upcoming episode that we got at t creek it doesn't sound scary now oh, but when yeah. we were sleeping in the car that night like at 4 a.m a car drives by the street drives on the street past us um where we were sleeping and Typically, that doesn't sound weird, but we were, like, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, I, I, I remember seeing the headlight, headlights wake me up, and I go, it goes by, and I'm just, like, I grab the steering wheel, and I'm like, who the heck is out here at 4 a.m.? Oh, it could you know, only a be a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question from uh, Josiah. Uh, what kind of audio slash video equipment do you use? Um... Here's the some video of is always audio. super quality, but it really gets me how great the audio sounds. Oh, okay. So, this. yeah, we use the Rode VideoMic Pro, mm -hmm. and that's mainly what we use. But lots of times we'll use a wireless transmitter, so it's called the Rode Link, mm -hmm. uh, like the Filmmaker Kit or something. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, if you look up Rode Link, you'll find it. But we hook the Rode VideoMic Pro into that, and then we have that right next to us. Sometimes we're even holding it, mm -hmm. and then that transmits to the camera. Mm -hmm. But the Rode VideoMic Pro is... It doesn't like, work very well. <laughs> well, recently it has interference. I think mm -hmm. that might be my microphone, actually. But um, <clears throat> it's not made for that either. It's made for a lap mic. Anyway, oh, okay. so that's we use that, but uh, the Rode VideoMic Pro sounds fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, we, that's how we get the audio quality. We used to yeah. use lap mics, but... Yeah. And then the camera is Sony A7S2 and Panasonic GH4. Yeah. And I mean a lot of that is the cameras themselves, but also uh, mostly you, but we've all learned like a little bit on how to use them properly, so yeah, it looks yeah. really good. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh next question we've got from Catherine. Um will you ever invite one of your subscribers on one of your epic adventures as a special guest? Yes. It's just difficult to plan we can barely get our all three of us out at the same <laughs> yeah, time yeah there's that and also like how would we choose is another yeah, one. yeah yeah maybe yeah. we could do a, a raffle or something oh that would be cool yeah, yeah. like that just came to me as they said it but if they live in another country then it's more likely <laughs> yeah yeah well actually yeah well, maybe we should just put that out there right now if you live in another country and you want to take us out somewhere <clears throat> it's much more likely that we would yeah yeah Although then it wouldn't be us taking you, it'd be you taking <laughs> us. <laughs> but you'd be in the video. But I think like, uh, yeah, a raffle would be cool. And also yeah. just like, we've been talking about it for a while, but we haven't done it. But it'd be cool to do a meetup. Yeah, a meetup or people. a group hike or something. It'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next question uh, from Jason Likens. Ah, what's up, Jason? Yeah, Jason Likens. Likens. <laughs> <laughs> <His> comment. <laughs> this one is not really related to AA, but um, it's a good question. If you had to pick one of the following apocalypse scenarios, which would it be and why? Mm, Sentient AI, zombie, mm. or alien invasion? Mm. If you had to pick one of the following superpowers, which would it be and why? Uh, hold on. The question got cut off. So answer the first part. Uh, I got my answer. Sentient AI for me, because I think that'd be the easiest to shut down. Well... I don't know. I just feel like they'd run out of fuel eventually. <laughs> no batteries. Yeah. You got one? Uh, you can do yours. Okay. The, mine is 
Yours is aliens, aliens, right? Yeah. Aliens for sure. For one thing, <laughs> I've always wanted aliens to land because I just want that to happen in my lifetime where there's other life in the universe that can talk just like us. But if they're bad guys, that's even that's not better. But that's not bad because then the human race will finally, presumably, come together mm. and be like, we have a common enemy. We have nowhere else to go. We're finally going to band together and we have an at least we would have an enemy that we have nothing we'd go out in a blaze of glory yeah you know (laughs) it'd be awesome dude this is interesting i think we all picked different ones didn't we Uh, i would go with a zombie apocalypse Mm -hmm. and the reason is why is because there's so much zombie media that i feel like we've got to be most prepared for that (laughs) yeah everybody would probably be excited yeah (laughs) it would be like grabbing their guns be like i'm finally ready my my mall ninja sword is finally (laughs) gonna get some use (laughs) all right the other part of this question was let's see if you had to pick one of the following superpowers which would it be and why Mm. invisibility but Mm -hmm. only you're screaming only you're what (laughs) Oh, you're screaming you're while screaming. you're invisible. <laughs> yeah, only when you're screaming. A flight, but only as fast as you can walk. Teleportation, but only your body, not your clothes. Oh, yeah, no problem. Oh, that's super easy. Teleportation. teleportation. You just have to yeah. teleport naked. Yeah, teleportation. No problem. Yeah. You just teleport that... somewhere where people won't get offended. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know though. I flying might be more practical though. flying would be really fun if you can flying would be clothes. really nice considering we go on hikes <laughs> i just gotta learn to walking speed that's really no slow. you just learn to speed walk like hell you know, <laughs> one well, foot on the ground like you, could, you could fly like you could fly up a mountain you just do it at a slower pace you know if you're if you're not sure. really what do you get as get exhausted that's the other question though because if it's if it saves me energy too and i can fly to the top mm. of yosemite or something. yeah even yeah. if it's at the yeah, same the three hours would be really nice yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my you'd God. like fly to the top of like mount whitney fully clothed with everything you need and robbie's at the top shivering butt off. <laughs> that's a good point uh, i wasn't right. thinking from a camping perspective <laughs> i was just thinking from a no yeah, fr- yeah, yeah. A daily life practicality no, tel- i think no, teleportation yeah. would definitely be the most useful yeah especially you're naked. since i'm looking at airplane tickets and I'm just like mm. well no no actually teleportation because you can even if you're naked you can teleport something do whatever you need to do and get out of there before anyone makes a big That's deal true. Right? yeah yeah so teleportation is my answer all right we no got even. our next question from Taya Stein Oh, hey. um, that's the German girl yep that um, we referencing earlier <laughs> <laughs> what are the three most Sorry. What are the three most important things slash items or equipment that you guys take on your camping trips and are the most essential? Mm, um, I'm nice. going to say excluding backpacks because I think a backpack is obviously like a given. Yeah. Um, you want to start, Andrew? For I mean, me, are we excluding the big three, like shelter, sleeping bag, backpack? Sure. Let's exclude the big three. So excluding a backpack, excluding a shelter, and excluding... Um, a sleeping bag. I think a knife, some sort of fire starter, and some sort of container for water. Mm. Because with all those things, I can do everything else that I need. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can build a shelter. I can get food. I can start a fire. I can purify my water. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to go with. What would you purify the water with? A container of water well, well, no, on the but fire. We're talking about camping trips. Oh, so we're not talking fire. about survival. Even, okay, even that if if that's the case, Camping still a trips. knife. <clears throat> I think a knife is still really useful. Yeah. Um, oh. Raincoat. Mm. Yeah, raincoat. Yeah, raincoat. Yeah. Uh, I would say water filter. Water filter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I think that's Which, something people don't think about is they just sort of like, oh, I'll just bring all the water I need. Yeah, I guess bring like that's sort of a survival thing, but it's also not because it's it's a convenience to just be able to pump it yeah, instead yeah, of having to like yeah. boil. And, and I mean, yeah. we always use it on our camping trips. Yeah, not yeah, because yeah. we're in a survival every situation. single time, every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, wait, so what, what was did you the say? third one? I said, oh, I said rain jacket, water filter, and uh, thermal underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. it's like uh, yeah, yeah, the unisock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to second. I'll have to second the um, rain jacket, the water filter, um, and I'd probably say a good pair of footwear. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you if you go on a trip with bad boots or something, you're gonna be miserable. I think. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to narrow. I it mean, down I've gone with New Balance shoes before, and I've been fine, but. <laughs> I think that depends on like if, just shoes that fit, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. boots are way better though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've I haven't given that too much thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's like even when I give that thought, there's not too many things that I really consider essential beyond like the big three and the water filter and a rain jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you need water. Some food. you don't even need food really. You just need water. Oh, mm-hmm. first aid, I guess. First aid, yeah. That- We've well, it's never hard to boil. It, it's hard to boil something down into essentials when it's like, if you're not talking about survival, it's like kind of, n- by its nature, not an essential thing. Yeah, because you know? yeah. like for me, camera would be essential. But it's not, <laughs> I'm just you know? trying to like reflect on yeah what, what we used, used a lot, lot yeah. yeah, and the times I've been most miserable camping. Yeah, and those are like we use a water filter a lot. I hate it when it rains. Yeah, and. I you know I can get foot pains really easily if I don't I'm mm. not wearing the right things. So. I'd say a pillow is actually one addition I just made very recently, mm. and man, it's, <laughs> for me it makes such a huge difference. I know yeah. for a lot of people they don't care. For me, I just need warmth at night. Like comfort, yeah, is not it. It's just warmth mostly. It's nice to be comfortable. But... Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, this next question from Kyle: um, When you fly to Yosemite or Yellowstone, do you take your backpacks? Um, mm. Do you check them into luggage or carry-on? So I've actually, at least with my old backpack, I've used that as carry-on. But because we're bringing like knives and other things, we tend to just check it. Yeah. yeah. At least one of them. But Knives and fire starter mm. stuff. My, and... Yeah, my old backpack I used to be able to just do as a carry-on. But my new one's so big that as soon as they see it, they're like, you're going to have to check that. Yeah. So yeah. we check um, it. He also asked, do they get beat up by the storage crew? Um not in our experience. Actually, flown with it like what three times now. Yeah. I've never had. We're careful not really to put anything like too delicate in there and stuff. Yeah, there. I always make sure that all the straps are tightened up so there's nothing loose fla- flapping around. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I, oh, and I we also at least I do. I make sure that anything that could get beat up is like in the middle of the pack. And yeah, yeah. Like, surrounded by clothes or something, yeah. so that because I know they do throw it. So like things could get. Beat I up. think I'm trying to think if I have left my headlamp in there. I think I have, but it's wrapped in a jacket. So. Hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. I put my PlayStation Portable in a backpack one time, and I checked it because I had toothpaste. So they made me check it. Man, that screen was demolished. Really? <laughs> man. I got it back. Yeah. Dang, that, I'd be so annoyed. Yeah, I, was yeah. I wouldn't put anything in there that could break. That's, yeah, that's no, that sure. was just my yeah. own stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Erica asks kind of a mundane question. It's always important to ask questions of. Um, what are your favorite brands of socks for hiking? Um, socks are always hidden, of course, in the hiking boots during the videos, but they always make a big difference. Um, um, I don't have a specific brand. I just wear wool socks. We have some REI yeah, socks. Yeah, but... I wouldn't say a specific brand, but I always do wear wool socks because they add a little extra cushion, extra warmth. Uh, well, and I have taller. one pair of 
hiking socks is smart wool socks, but I'm not like too keen on the brand, but I am super keen on the brand uh, Darn Tough. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Mm-hmm. It's a Vermont brand, and apparently they make hiking socks too, but it's like they have a lifetime guarantee, and so far, I've only had them for like six months. They're mo- the most indestructible socks I've ever had. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Oh, is that them right there? Yeah, right here. Oh. oh. Okay. See, I was wearing ones earlier with a hole, but mine don't have it. <laughs> I've been uh, actually <laughs> interested in looking at getting some sort of like thin inner layer for like a sock mm. so like i could they wear that this. and then put the wool socks over so oh so it's tight and you won't get blisters so i won't get blisters and like it absor- it would absorb sweat so that instead mm. of drying a wool sock i can dry like this thin layer they actually sell things specifically for that yeah too. they have them yeah. for gloves too i was look, thinking about picking them up after japan because oh. every time i took my gloves off in japan they were sweaty oh yeah. actually you know what let me just double down on these darn tough socks like we're not getting paid by darn tough, but these are the best socks I've ever used. Just letting you know that. <laughs> okay. That would all be right. nice to reduce all my socks. Yeah, I have one. six like, pairs of socks, and it's just these. I, I will say, when it comes to socks, I do like ones that are kind of higher for camping, just because then yeah, stuff yeah, doesn't yeah. fall in my but boots. These aren't ideal for camping yeah, at all. Yeah. Because also, if they're too low like that, then they slip a lot and yeah. get under your heel and stuff. But okay. they do make camping ones. Sorry, go on. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, next question is from <laughs> Hot for the Hills, West Virginia. Really quick, that last question is irrelevant now because Christmas has passed. Everyone's already gotten their socks. <laughs> oh, was that a Christmas question? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. No, it's just like how socks is like a uh, Yeah, terrible one. joke. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we were wondering if you guys had ever heard of Otter Creek Wilderness in West Virginia near Parsons. If nope. so, ever thought of doing going there for an adventure? Andrew, ever heard of it? Mm, it sounds like vaguely familiar, but I think that's just because we went to Tea Creek. Yeah, Wilderness. that's what I was thinking too. Um, but yeah, we'll go there, sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely. We always take suggestions. I think we should give where we go more thought because, like, th- there's probably so many amazing places that we're just not realizing that we could go to that are nearby. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question from Victor Estrada. Do you enjoy the last trip as much as your first trip? Or, I guess, our most recent trip as much as our first trip? Oh. Or does each trip introduce you to different aspects that you didn't notice on other trips? That's yeah, a good question. you know, it's interesting because, like, our very first backpacking trip in Shenandoah, I was just filled with this sense of wonder that, yeah. like, I still get, but it's, like, really different because it's the first time you're out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, it's, like, as you learn more, you get to appreciate the wilderness in different ways. Yeah, yeah. So, and you go to different places, so. I think Man, yeah, that's a tough question. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, like what Andrew said, um, you kind of get this appreciation for being outdoors with each trip you take, so... Mm-hmm. Um, you do, I feel like at least me, I enjoy each trip more and more. And then also on top of that, you know, sometimes I have new equipment, so that helps Mm -hmm. me enjoy the trip more, you know, because it just gives me a little bit more comfort or whatever. Um, but yeah, I would say, I mean, every so often I just get that urge to want to go camping. So it's not like the desire is leaving me every time Mm -hmm. we do a trip, you know, I just don't want to do it anymore. But I, I mean, so, like, the first time I went backpacking or the first few times, I've definitely had times where I've gone since then that I've enjoyed even more than mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like, there's any – there's no, like – Trend. Trend, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, sometimes I'm, like, super yeah, – I've yeah. never not liked it. Let me yeah. say that. Yeah. Like, even, like, 
when we got rained on in Shenandoah, that was probably like the least enjoyable trip I can think of. But that was just because of the rain. Yeah. But I say least enjoyable. It was still very enjoyable, just like mm-hmm. compared to other places. Like I'm looking at Yellowstone right there. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was a very enjoyable trip. That was an <laughs> extremely enjoyable trip. Yeah. No, it's yeah. funny. It's like the very first backpacking trip we took. I remember this. You know that feeling when like, I mean, even if you've never done this, but you can imagine it like. The first time you set foot in another country and there's all these, like, cars oh, going yeah, by yeah. you or something. It's like that sense of, like, whoa, this is really surreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it was the most intense that first trip. But at the same time, now I think, like, recent trips we've taken, I still get that when I'm, like, just lying under the stars and I'm, like, wow, there are so many stars. Yeah. And every, like, that sort of thing never gets old. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> next question from Bryce Newbold. Um... Which one of you first proposed the idea of starting a YouTube channel? I feel like we've discussed this before. I don't remember. Do we even know? Yeah. I, I don't think, like, a YouTube channel specifically. I just know that, like, those Good Times videos were, like, the first time we were like, yo, we got to make a TV show out of this. Yeah. Like, Mohican was, like, the first. Well, we we started the Adventure Archives channel, but we put all of our Good Times videos on there. Yeah. So, well, the Good Times video is just as a quick explanation. We would take photos and videos from our old trips, combine them into, like, little music videos. And then the TV show idea eventually came in, like, near Mohican, which was, like, 2010 or 2011. Mm -hmm. And then I edited together our trip for that and put some narration to it. And that was, like, a 15-minute... That's on the channel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, that's on the channel. You can watch that. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the behind-the-scenes playlist. Yeah. And I think it's kind of organic. Like, we just kind of It's naturally... just kind of, yeah, this yeah. Is the natural progression. Mm-hmm. If you're making videos, put them on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question from Taylor. Um, did you guys always know you wanted to go into adventure videography, or was it just a hobby? Hobby. I think. It was yeah, definitely yeah, a hobby. So. Yeah. We just, I mean, we we didn't even like realize how much we enjoyed camping <laughs> i wouldn't until, even say we're you know your brother took us camping yeah well if you mean in it as in like a career i wouldn't even say we're in it yet. yeah no, I, that's, <laughs> that's a good point yeah, yeah. like we're talking career um but as far as video actually for me personally i probably realized i wanted to do video in some respect in ninth grade when i made that video you guys remember you ever seen white men can jump did you see that video i, I forget if I, I feel like i've seen it i just don't remember so my english teacher in ninth grade he had us make a movie and it was like a little 10 minute 10 minute video that i made and it was called white men can jump and it was like a basketball movie <laughs> um but yeah after that i was like oh my god dude you can edit i remember we made do you guys remember the metal gear film yeah right? yeah so one of the first movies i made was a metal gear movie and I was so proud of it after we finished it. Like, we spent all night editing it, and then, like, it took all night to render. And then the next morning, we watched it, and it was, like, five minutes. just terrible. Like, imagine the worst homemade video you've ever seen. But to me, it was just, like, a revelation that you could edit video with music. And it was just, like, it'd come out, and you'd be like, oh, my God, there's the possibilities are endless. <laughs> no, I, I specifically remember you had asked me to be in a video which to me, I was like a shock because you were like an asshole back then. <laughs> we might have to bleep that. Um, but uh, no, if Bill Cosby can say that, then we can say that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, no, but then you showed me that video. And like when you told me about that video, I imagined it was just like crappy home video stuff. But then you showed us the Metal Gear video. And there were like lens flares for the guns. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, whoa, this is like incredible. <laughs> oh, yeah, we made the. 
what was it? Safe break. Safe break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we should put that on the channel someday. You that would be Mafia really man? funny. Oh when yeah. Danny yeah, Scambry yeah. was over here. I don't know if you I were wasn't here. there for that. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. Wait, was that when Danny was here? Yeah. Oh. He was in the. No, oh no, no. yeah 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 because yeah. he was me and him and you were shooting us up. <laughs> I think just the other thing is like the wild like nature is my favorite thing to film. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you point the camera in any direction and it's like fantastic. Like when I'm doing my vlog at home and like I'm filming inside the house, it's like you have to get so creative just <laughs> to make it semi watchable. Yeah. But anything you film outdoors, you just point the camera. And it does all the work for you. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next question from Tina Marie. Um, oh, she just says, I want you all to take a trip to Alaska and film there. You got it. That's funny. <laughs> books. That was before Thomas and I even talked about it on the podcast, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, next question from uh, Anna Nguyen. Um, how did you guys learn to play all of your instruments? And what are our ages? So, oh, our current ages. Okay, yeah. Well, piano, me and Brian both learned from childhood, right? Yeah. Like, we, we took, took piano private lessons, lessons from very yeah. long, very young. Um, Classically I want to say young and long ago. <laughs> long ago. <laughs> uh, flute, actually, flute is a funny story for me because <laughs> I was in, so it was like, yeah, it was elementary school. And, like, after third grade, after you destroy everyone's ears playing the recorder okay Okay, which instrument do you want to use and like i think two of my friends chose snare drum or percussion in general so oh yeah i'm I'm gonna do that because they're doing that and then saxophone was another because brian was doing saxophone i was like saxophone's cool Mm -hmm. and then like when i actually went in my mom was worried that like the saxophone would be too big for me because i have like i had the heart problem thing oh she thought i'd get like exhausted or something (laughs) so we just did like went with the smallest instrument possible which was flute (laughs) besides the piccolo and then uh yeah flute did that till high school um well like andrew said i we did a piano from very young and then in um middle school i started doing jazz band picked up the saxophone just because i thought it was cool um played that all throughout high school and then sometime like in the middle of high school guitars became the thing to learn so everyone was learning guitar mm-hmm. and i remember you know playing my friends guitars i was like this is super awesome so i eventually got my own guitar and just self-taught myself played through college uh i didn't learn any proper guitar technique so my guitar experience or my guitar abilities are limited but i still love playing it i think you're pretty good at it uh so i started playing percussion in sixth grade and i decided to play that because um the high school would come to the elementary school every year and do the they would do a drum solo at one point in the performance and when i saw that i was like i'm playing drums so i started playing drums in sixth grade and then i actually my main focus was marimba so like the it's like a xylophone type instrument for people who don't know and um then I picked up piano in my last year of high school. I took lessons for a year uh, and then just self-taught after that. So, yep. Huh. One and year only. What was oh. all the questions? Uh, the other part was just our ages. <clears throat> oh, ages. 32. 31. 25. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. We got our next question from um, Abhilash. Um <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's go with that. (laughs) Do you plan to visit India sometime in the future? Oh, man. I mean, it's so hard to say definitively. Can you camp or backpack in India? 
There's got to be somewhere. Hiking, so. backpacking. I would assume. I would assume. I would assume There's so mountains too. in India. I will yeah. assume Jungles. that you can, unless someplace tells me I can't. <laughs> okay. <basically. laughs> like, but you've been to Bangladesh, right? Yeah. Okay. That was this cool. is gonna show my ignorance. <clears throat> is that the same country? It's actually surrounded on all sides except for a little bit on the east by India. Okay. Got yeah. it. Mm. Okay. To the east, it's like Myanmar, I think. But. Oh, okay. It's very similar. But, Burma. Yeah. Burma's Myanmar, right? Okay. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld joke. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, India would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, all the videos I've seen there, I think that would be much cooler to do, like, a city travel thing Actually, there. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the city is like, so it. cool, like, the markets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But no current plans or anything. Yeah, yeah. We can't. It's just too early to say. We would love yes to, though. Tonight. Man, that'd be awesome. Question from Seth Dombak. Um, is it Dombak or Dombak? Do you know? I've always said Don Back, but I actually don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how to pronounce his name. <laughs> well, I mean, you pronounced someone else's name. Like, you corrected me, so I was like, oh, maybe he knows. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> it's a special um, case. <clears throat> what are your least favorite parts of camping? Oh, um, um, hiking uphill is probably one of mine. <laughs> but no, that's a good one. Afterwards, it makes me feel really good. Like, once I reach mm. the top, you feel really good, and... Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just that point where you get really tired, and then I start to, like, hate the hiking, mm. but of course, that's what makes, you know, finding the campsite and the whole trip rewarding. I was also going to say, dealing with mosquitoes when that oh. does happen, mm, but it yeah. actually hasn't happened that much. That's because I think we try to actively avoid it. Hmm. Just the rain, I think that's the only thing that really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I hate the rain so much. Yeah. Because it just makes, like, everything uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes everything difficult when you're yeah. camping. And when you throw filming into it, it's just, yeah. it's just even worse. Um, next question from Jason Woth. I'm just going to say Woth. Um, oh, he said, no question. I just love your videos. Oh, I oh, always said Wog. Wog? Okay. Yeah, I guess Woth. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question from Sierra Lacey. When are you doing an episode at Mount Rainier or Olympic National Park? soon as we can i guess yeah. <laughs> i mean uh no like plans. we said we don't we don't, I mean, we answered a previous question we don't plan that far ahead <laughs> uh, just assume we want to go to that place <laughs> yeah, yeah and at some point it might happen yeah <laughs> the whole region of the u.s is beautiful though it's yeah like, oh man i've only been to seattle i'd like to go <clears throat> visit that area more yeah i'd like to go to portland or something yeah all right um next question from oh, tim vaz when do you guys plan on going to HOH Rainforest in Washington State? Andrew oh, knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is what that what's called? called? It's yeah, called. that's like okay. the the rainforests that are the temperate rainforests. It's like all the trees with covered in moss everywhere. And oh, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, I would love to go there. No plans again, but no plans. Man, that's that's actually one of my like top destinations, maybe. But 2017 is still young. There will be plans made. Uh, next Don't get question. your hopes up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get crazy here. <laughs> next question. Well, like a lot of these questions are very similar. Uh, Alicia Martin asks, um, when are you guys headed to the Everglades? That's Florida, right? Yeah, Florida. Yeah. Maybe we should just cool. say all the... If there's no question there, there's some place we're actually planning on going. Just basically, we'd love to go all, yeah. to all these not places. Not in the summer, yeah. though. I wouldn't oh, want to go in there no, in the summer. No, no. We, we can say that we do write down people's suggestions. Yes. So, like, if you oh, send yeah. a suggestion, we, we actually, actually have do a have a document yeah. with mm-hmm. those listed. So, if a place does get suggested more than once, we tend to notice it. Yeah. 
I know um, Boundary Waters is high on our mm-hmm. list. Oh, in yeah. fact, even if you, if it's the same person commenting the voice, <laughs> <laughs> we'll notice it. So this person shows dedication. <laughs> you can you can do that. We'll we'll allow that. <laughs> All right, Nick Norris asks: Ever contract Giardia or any other ailment, and what water filter or treatment do we use? I have not. We use a carbon no. filter. It's the Katadin. Like, yeah, oh wait, actually, you know, after Shenandoah, the first time we ever went there, I had diarrhea for a while, and it might have been from that. Mm. And I vowed to never take a normal defecation for granted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think we can definitively say that we've gotten anything. So after the first Smokies trip, I got uh, mono. And for a while, we were Nucleosis. suspected that it was uh, Lyme disease or ericiosis or ericiosis. It's something weird like that, but they're both mm. like uh, waterborne parasites or something. Mm. And uh, the reason we thought that was, well, one, we went camping out there, but also at one point, I was oh, like, yeah. man, look how clear this water is. I'm sure you can drink <laughs> this. So I took like a, just a sip of the water. And that could have done something, but we don't know. So, but they never found any evidence that it was Lyme disease or the other thing. So, do you want to repeat what our water filter is? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's the Katadin water filter. Yeah. That Katadin is the brand. Right? Yeah, Katadin's, I will say I did a actually. Carbon pump. I did drink the unfiltered water in the Smokies. Um, oh yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, in the episode actually. That yeah. one looked. I mean, that one looked safe. It was. It was like flowing through the yeah, 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 in the mountain. That's why I did get, it. Actually, yeah. too wrong with that. Um, also, Hopefully. we do carry iodine. T- I carry iodine tabs for all of us, just in case. I didn't know you did that. Yep, just oh, in case. If the water looks back extremely- up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> if the water looks extremely sketchy, or we're in like an emergency situation, mm. plus you can always boil water. Um, what are oh, yeah. our goals for? Two- oh, sorry. Scott Brady asks, "What are our goals for 2017?" Yep. Okay. Mm. Make more videos. In life, or just says. Well, let's do that. Channel goals and life goals. Channel goals. Um, personally, I hope that we, besides obviously make more videos, I hope that we get to do another interna- international trip. I feel like channel goals and life goals are one and the same for me in a lot of ways. So just like... For me, it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just like uh, make it make it good. Make it big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not big, but just like make it to a sustained... A level where we can sustain life. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to... Well, channel goal, I just want to make videos more consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I think that's really hard. It's like, especially when we edit the episodes, it takes so much out of you. Like, yeah. we, we do, like, marathon editing sessions, so we'll edit for, like, a week straight. And <laughs> it's hard to keep up that pace month after month after month. So That's why you get our podcasts in, like, chunks. Because Robbie will come over and be like, oh, let's record a podcast. Yeah. That's actually why we're recording this right now. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to edit that scene. Yeah. <laughs> for my life goals, I guess, for 2017, or my year goal, I guess, um, I want to travel more. Um, because when we went to Japan, it made me realize how much I would be missing if I didn't start traveling more now. Mm. Um, because I mean, it's just Japan was amazing and there's just so many amazing places out there that I want to see. Oh, one thing I do want to do is I want to fast in the wilderness. But don't tell... Don't tell anyone. <laughs> now everyone on the internet knows. Don't no, tell I'm my saying, mom I, I do want to do listening that. to this right now. <laughs> I mean, I'll go with you and I'll film it. I'll, I'll be that. eating. That'd be good backup. Can, yeah. Yeah. Andrew, Robbie will be like sitting there eating his sauerkraut. <laughs> Andrew will start hallucinating and just looking at me. I'm like, I'll start growing ears. And stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, life goal for me is to go to bed early consistently. Mm, it's yeah. been my life goal for like three years. 
This is my year, man. I've been doing really well in January besides this week. <laughs> I've been doing really well, except for now. Except for the second week of January. <laughs> Another life goal. Get the Switch and play Zelda. Oh, that's huge. Oh, so... On the Switch podcast, I was talking about this, but um, the my I measure my life in trying to make it uh, trying to stay alive to next big video game release. <laughs> so like before Final Fantasy 15 came, I was like, man, I just got to survive long enough to play that yeah. game. And then I played it, and I was like, okay, good, good, good. And then now I'm just like, man, I got to survive long enough for Zelda. As long as I can survive that long, I'll be good. <laughs> All right, next question is, um, Jesse Temple asks, how do you pay for everything? Um, pay for, you mean like camping-wise? I just assume anything related to Adventure Archives. Okay. Um, well, Deficit spending. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, we, we pay it out of pocket, basically. Yeah. Um, at least when we started, um, we paid out of pocket for all of our trips. Uh, Robbie and, uh, you know, does has most of the camera equipment because, yeah. I mean, that's his job, too. Um, and it's his hobby. Uh, Nowadays, we do get some support, uh, a lot of support, actually, from our patrons at Patreon. Yeah. All the Patreon money goes back into the show. Oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. The, right now. The, yeah. yeah. That's um, the thing. It's like traveling to a lot of local places is pretty cheap yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, but the big ones, like, that's where the Patreon really, yeah. really helps. Yeah. yeah. yeah if you're driving amount. somewhere, like, if you're driving somewhere that's, like, you know, <clears throat> six, seven, eight hours away, it really doesn't cost that much. Yeah. Once you've got has, the gear, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially oh, but, a national forest. But on on that note, we want to make uh, give a big thanks to all of the supporters and our patrons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. huge like, shout out to the you all know We who recently you are. hit our two thousand goal, so we fluctuate on that. So we yeah, fluctuate above it, yeah. somewhere above yeah. it. But around that two thousand, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's awesome. It's a huge yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Adam Grove asks Andrew because this is only for Andrew. How do you remember all the plant information? I there's actually certain plants that I've forgotten, like. There's there's plants that just look really like um, vague and similar to the other ones, but I actually keep an album of pictures with like descriptions and labels. So every so often I'll go back to that and look it over. And actually, it's like it's funny because last spring there were some that I forgot, and then when you go outside, you see all these plants, and you're like, okay, I got to remember these. So mm. you know, you just it's like a refresher course. Yeah. But and the way I uh, remember all that plant information is I ask Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, what I will say is it helps a lot to just go outside and keep seeing them over and over and be like, okay, yeah. this I know does this. this yeah, does this. when you go for a walk, um, you just look at the plants around you. It's the best way to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a quick question for you, actually. So do you, do you get the same like enjoyment out of those as I do like looking at video games or something? Yeah. Like I mean, so it, you, did you start learning? <laughs> Don't underestimate be- his enjoyment. <laughs> of video games. Did you start learning it because you enjoyed them, or? Well, so did it not? Did you just start to enjoy it the more you did it, and the more you learned about them? Yeah, no, I think like I think they definitely opened it up an appreciation because like when I first started learning about it, I was learning about trees. I was sitting on that couch over there and that one yeah and i was just like i I should do something with my life so i like started learning (laughs) trees um and like i've always liked nature and how it looked and stuff but like oh that's overall (laughs) um but like looking at when you know certain things about plants you start to appreciate certain it's it's funny because we 
Perfect example. Okay, everyone everyone always has these like exotic uh, plants in their yard. Like, oh, this is so pretty. This is so pretty. Yeah, I'm like, those look terrible to me. Like, oh. why are you planting these bushes? Like, there's all these beautiful, delicate wildflowers that grow naturally, and they just look so much better to me. <laughs> and like the leaves, leaf shapes of like native trees look beautiful to me. And like, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. <clears throat> next question from Katsuhiko. Um, Katsuhiko Jinai. His name is Warren. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, why is it Katsuhiko? And then he says Warren Fernandez. Like, is he <laughs> Warren? <laughs> um, I guess he saw our Japan vlogs right after this. So he asked, did you go video game hunting again? Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Pick up anything good? Um, I picked up some soundtracks. Picked up the mm. Secret of Mana soundtrack. Mm. Final Fantasy Thirteen soundtrack. Um, Final Fantasy Fifteen soundtrack. Actually, here's a question for you. When you're doing that... Like, what things stand out to you? Because, like, when I'm in the forest and I see certain plants, oh, especially ones that, like, you can eat or something, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, for me, like, I know... That, so, when you do, like, game <clears throat> hunting and stuff, a lot of times you're looking for rare games that you know go for a high price. And it's not even really, like... Sometimes you don't even want the game. You're just, like, looking for them and seeing what the prices are mm. and then seeing if you can find, like, your white whales. Like, I have a few white whales. Like, uh, there's a Super Nintendo game called Live, Live Alive or Live a Live or something like that. But it's, man, I, I'll never forget this. In 2006, when I was living in Japan, I could have gotten that thing for like 500 yen, which is like $5. Oh, man. Box copy, super nice, and I just always ignored it. I was like, ah, I'll get it one day. And then now it's a rare game. So it goes for like 70 bucks, so 7,000 yen easily. And every time I see it, I'm like, dang. So it, it's like one of those, it's just fun to like look mm. and see what's cheap. Or sometimes there's rare stuff. And just to see it in person, that's really fun. Hmm. Almost like a museum or something. Yeah, yeah. Like buying it sometimes is less fun than just looking for it. Same with mushrooms. <laughs> Except eating. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brett Van Tran asks, what's the most favorite meal you've cooked while on the trail? Um, let's go ahead and limit this to ones that have been in the episode. Okay. okay. Hmm. The stew in Algonquin was pretty dang good. The that pizza in Wayne was good, too. Oh, that Algonquin stew, yeah. What you mean the little the serious. little calzones? Yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah, I, the, the calzones from Wayne actually came to mind too. Hmm. Um, if we're counting food that anybody cooked, I would have to say the avocado and egg sandwiches that oh, Nicole made. Oh, those of course. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, that's the definitive answer. Anything Nicole made. <laughs> Man, she cooked yeah. it up good. Good job, yeah. Nicole. <laughs> all right. Uh, Chris Doherty asks, uh, how did we all meet? Well, me and Andrew are brothers, so I met him when he was born. <laughs> and um, I am their cousin, so basically the same. <laughs> yeah. Thomas, um, Thomas, we met because oh, okay, he's yeah. my neighbor. So. <laughs> Thomas, yeah, Thomas was me and Andrew's neighbor. So I befriended Thomas through uh, by proxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robbie begrudgingly befriended Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thomas is cool. Wait, how did you meet Thomas? When was the... No, I'll never... This is a great story to tell, actually. So I was probably... I don't know, like early high school, late middle school or mm-hmm. something. He was in elementary school. And I remember he came over one time to your house. It was the first time I met him. And then some something somehow he was like talking about his girlfriend and I was like, Man, this punk is oh, in elementary school. No, middle, middle school. Middle school. Middle school. Yeah. Okay. And I was like so like 
crunchy. Like, <laughs> what's, what's the actual word? Salty is how. Salty, salty I, guess I, guess it now. I was crunchy and salty that he had a girlfriend and I didn't. The I was best like, popcorn flavors. This little nerd kid has a girlfriend and I don't. But um, now I would never think like that. And Thomas is great, but that's that was like my first memory of Thomas. <laughs> we should just we should just go from crunchy to salty and just say kettle corn. Man, I was just so kettle corn. Kettle corn. Quick aside, have we told the story of when we went? To Hocking Hills for the second time, like after we visited in New York, yeah. it was like Danny, like oh, the, yeah, the yeah. way they we met. We were talking Thomas. about like our worst trips. Oh, one time. I don't know if we talked about that on our podcast. Talk, talk okay, so, um, so that trip we also went with our friends Danny, which is your cousin on the other side, yeah. and um, Carl, Adam, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay, so well, first a little preface: my other cousins are Caucasian. Yeah, Thomas is Caucasian. Yeah. We're all, I'm half Asian, you guys are full yeah. Asian. Okay. So, um, we were basically all meeting in Columbus. Uh, those two were coming up from Indiana. You're also, yeah. Well, we had actually just visited New York, but anyway, yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, we were all not around. So, Thomas invited those two when they came into town to his fish fry at his like church or whatever, right? And because like they came in and we weren't there, um, so. <laughs> So he's like looking around and he's like, okay, these are Robbie's cousins, so they're they're obviously Asian. Right. He's looking around for them. And then those two, for whatever reason, assumed Thomas was Asian too, because Thomas is associated with us. It was like, oh, Brian and, Brian and Andrew are Asian, so their friends must be Asian too. So they're at this church in the middle of Ohio looking for an Asian person. Subtle racism. I don't know how they actually found each other. But yeah, they must have just saw that like someone searching else was, eye. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, somebody like, was like, searching. Was that the last question? Um, one last question. We got it's three minutes, a, 40 seconds on this. It SD. was just a repeat. It was basically asking, uh, what equipment do we record with? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, I think maybe we should have a whole video on that, but it's in our description. Well, when we right? do the, oh, yeah, it's in uh, the description. Yeah. When Check we do the narration though, we should mention this really quick. We, we do the narration and we use those mics with those puffy things. Right. And we use it for Yelsa and it had all these popping sounds. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we switched to this one with the thing. Yeah. I mean, the mic quality is the same. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, you need to use a pop filter. These little foam things don't do the full yeah. trick. Which we, you might be asking yourself why we're, but we don't yeah, have I don't more know, than one pop filter. Yeah, I don't know, because we had this. Well, we, <laughs> we had, had it, though. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. All right, but Robbie, right off the top of your head, most okay. recent video equipment we were using. Oh, Sony A7S II, Panasonic GH4, Rode VideoMic Pro, and a tripod. There you go. And a Glidecam HD 2000. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the information in the description of our videos. Yeah. Um, whenever we get new gear, we usually update it. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. yeah. It's kind of updated. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So really quickly, um, this is Brian. Robbie. Andrew. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for yeah. watching. Oh, uh, you guys should sign on to Patreon if you want to see the episodes early. We're now also releasing behind-the-scenes stuff. Commentary which, and bloopers. Yeah, commentary commentary and, bloopers. and bloopers, yeah. Maybe even something else. I don't know, though. No promises. <laughs> yeah. So the new episode should be coming out really soon. Yeah. Um, we're working on it this week. It'll be done this week. Mm -hmm. So patrons should have it by the end of this week or maybe next weekend. Or I don't know next when weekend. this is coming out. Yeah. yeah. So probably like next weekend. The, 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 yeah, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, that <laughs> yeah time frame. sometime that, that in the future you will see it <laughs> before the end of january yeah patreon.com slash adventure mm -hmm. yep thank you so much yep. thanks have so good, much have a good year <laughs> <laughs> that camera's running out <laughs>